Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. I've got Chris Floored with me. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. So Chris is a conscious performance coach. He specializes in breath work, meditation, speaking, um, you know, all types of different coaching. And um, I think this is a perfect time to talk about it because, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, a lot of crazy energy, and what a better time to figure out how to kind of keep that balance in all sectors of life, right? Professional, family, relationships, parenting. Um, So I think this is going to be an awesome conversation. Um, I would love it if you could just give a little bit of background on yourself. How'd you get into this field? And then we'll see where the conversation goes. Yeah, no. Uh, thanks. We, um, so basically I'm a performance coach, conscious performance coach. I've been coaching for 25 years and on and off a little bit. And I'll kind of get into that and, and what I thought my calling was going to be and what it is now. Um, grew up out East, um, in Los, uh, Boston area, South of Bro- South of Boston. Um, a town called Brockton. I'm in Los Angeles now, about 23 years out here. You know, I went to school, got my business degree, had that programming. Like if you get your degree and you work for a great corporation with great benefits, you're going to be happy. And so I think a lot of people can relate to that and, you know, getting into getting my degree and getting into these different corporations. What I found was, you know, this isn't really, for me, this isn't what my calling was. And it took doing it multiple times, working for a variety of great companies, you know, nothing, the companies were fantastic. It just wasn't my path. You know, I worked for enterprise, rent a car, Xerox, um, Walt Disney world, I internshiped at, and you know, it just wasn't what I wanted to do. And my whole life, I've, I've always played sports and um, done athletics of some sort. So what was really calling to me was working with people. You know, I was a, a student of, of, of my body and, and, and how it could perform in its best. And I remember actually giving advice and then going, wait a minute, I could do this. I could be a trainer, a speaker, presenter, and, and, and I did that. And I remember taking my first check and going, this is, feels really weird taking a check for something I, I'm, I'm, I love to do. And I did that. And it was great. I got to travel around the world. I presented for different companies, certified thousands of instructors. Um, and, and then eventually <laughs> I wanted to go a little bit deeper. I designed some programs that were about the mental game, the mind game right? What was spirituality? What, how could you perform it in your most authentic, uh, in your most authentic way? And what I found was that the transition from how you perform as an athlete to how you perform as a human, right? And not just in the physical realm, but in the spiritual, professional, personal, all of it, financial, how you deal with finances, 
really allowed me to go deeper with my clients. And then eventually I started working with different companies, different individuals seeking, you know, advice on how could I be at my best in all those areas. So it just kind of naturally organically evolved. I mean, definitely some roller coasters along the way and some, some really, uh, you know, challenges that came up. But, um, but for the most part, that's kind of what led me here. And I'm really fortunate to be able to work with people from all works, all walks of life and, and, and get to just bring, unleash their gifts and find their purpose and have them live, you know, not only a successful life, but happy, fulfilled and, and, and just really purpose driven. So. Wow. Cool. Mm. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I love uh, talking about, you know, that like going astray from the nine to five, you know, that pro- programming yeah. that, you know, we've been taught and uh, mm-hmm. there's just so much opportunity out there. You know, why hold yourself back? And I'm sure that's kind of a theme that you have with people. That's, I think we we hold ourselves back a lot and there's just so much opportunity in the universe and uh, people and the universe supporting us, right? So right. it's just recognizing that and manifesting that in and right no it's it's so true it's like people have tendency to kind of go well this is what i think i should do and i think maybe if i reach that that would be cool but a lot of people play small you know even though they might be really they have big bank accounts they're still playing at a small level in their lives and it's, it's about dreaming it it's about being able to manifest it it's about looking and saying okay that's scary over there but I'm going to go for it anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in fear of that, but I'm not going to let that fear, you know, be the thing that leads me and makes the decisions for me. You know, it's, it's, you can make the decision to run towards what you want in life, or you can make the decision to run away from what you don't want in life. And unfortunately, so many people run away from what they don't want. And when we can switch that programming and say, yeah, there will be challenges. There will be certain things that get in the way. There will be things that knock you down. You will fail and you will get scars, Mm -hmm. but those scars are beautiful. Those failures run parallel with the success. Mm -hmm. Those things that you really yearn to do, let's tap into those. Let's get excited about those. Let's, let's bring those butterflies up along the way and say, yeah, this is what you need in order to get to that next up that next mountain. Mm -hmm. And I think when people recognize that and they get familiar with those emotions and those feelings, that's what emotional, emotional tolerance is, Mm -hmm. emotional fitness. It's understanding that these things come up no matter what, but they're not going to be the things that necessarily drive us. It's the courageous acts that come from within that we get to kind of train and look at and, and move with that really make the changes and difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that you brought up fear because you know, that's something I work on. I think a lot of people work on just recognizing that fear is such a, you know, and it's not something to be bad or ashamed of. It just happens. Like we're, that's a natural instinct mm-hmm. to, to have fear sometimes. Like it's fine to recognize that and, and be in that space sometimes, but, um, you know, it's a lower vibrational place. And I think so many people and myself included in my life, I can look back and because I feared something, I, I stayed into in something too yeah. long, like relationship or I didn't do something that I wanted. Totally. And so I guess what would be like some inspiration you could give or some tips for people that are feeling stuck and it could be in any area of life. Mm. 
what's something you can do to, to practice moving out of fear or, you know, not holding yourself back? Like what are some steps you can take? Right. I think first and foremost, it's, it's the acceptance of it, mm-hmm. right? It's saying, okay, I see you, mm-hmm. right? Name it. You know, what did Rocky say? Called it like Freddie fear or something like that in that movie. Right. Yeah. But I think in naming those things that come up first and foremost and accepting this is where we are, that's the hardest step, right? It's when people kind of don't give it that, that, that acknowledgement and they try to pretend it's not there. Right. Okay. So say, Hey, there it is. Okay. I see you now. What are the action steps you're going to take to get to that next level? It doesn't have to be a huge step, but it's, it's legitimately the universe responds to action. Right. And if we're just sitting there and we're wishing it and we say, that would be nice, that would be great but that's, that's not going to get us where we need to be. You can even visualize it, right? What did they say? The, uh, in the secret, right? Mm-hmm. The law of attraction yeah. that was great. But then they came out with a new one that said the law of Goya, right? Mm-hmm. You need the law of Goya in order to, to move forward. And what that is, is actually get off your ass Goya, right? <laughs> John Astroff kind of said that. Yeah. So sorry. Was that? You- oh yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, So, so yes. So this is, this is action steps. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay. My, uh, my, I hope we can, can my daughter keeps calling on my FaceTime. Yeah, that's okay. So I'm sorry about that. Um, anyway, so getting back to, to action steps, um, uh, action is, is the key getting into to that, like taking those steps, who's the phone call you need to, to get, like, what is it that, that, that you're yearning to do, right? Get involved with, with take somebody out to lunch, right? Uh, Call somebody that's doing what you want to do, right? Getting into that action, talking to that is what the the universe is going to respond to. Change up your daily routine, right? If you're in this same routine over and over again, what are you doing in the morning when you wake up, right? Are you, are you, you know, just getting out of bed and jumping into the world? Are you taking time to write down certain things, right? Are you taking time to meditate? Are you, are you exercising? Are you moving your body, right? Really important to get that energy moving in your body every single day, right? It's the routines that we, that we are in on a regular basis. If it's not working, we need some massive changes in order to make that happen. So that's just a, you know, a few things we could talk yeah. about, you know, incorporating breath work in meditation, writing and new exercise routine, joining a mastermind group. I mean, there's so many different things, but totally. the main thing is acceptance first and then get into action around whatever it is you want to do. Good tips. Yeah. And it seems like the theme of that, you know, is just like moving energy, right? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? Huh? Okay. Lauren, you're, uh, hmm. can you hear me now? Hello? That is weird. I can't hear you. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, hmm. testing. No, Mm-mm. Hmm. that's really strange. Let's see. I can go get my husband. Um, What's happening? weird. It's not my ears. Um, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you want to hold up a whiteboard and ask me the questions? That <laughs> yeah. <way? laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, one second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Can you hear me now? Mm. No? Mm -hmm. Okay. Not sure what we should do. Hmm. Let's see. One sec. It's okay. Let me see something on my end. Try that. No? Um, can you hear me? Nope. Unstable internet connection. Okay. Just put her in the thing if you can't do it with her in your hands. Um. There we go. Oh, okay. Whatever. Okay. You, I got that, you now. Must be that cable. Was like, yeah. Okay. Weird. Okay. It's been a little bit cutty. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not as like something. Your voice, and yeah. I don't know if you can hear me just fine. Um, it had from the beginning. Okay. I don't know. If yeah, that... it was fine for me the whole time, but now I'm kind of hearing that. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it better now? I think so. Is better. Mercury in retrograde? <laughs> Seriously, I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny because when that whole thing, like, I've never gotten a call like that before yeah. and then when i hit decline <sighs> your show came on from because i was listening to yours earlier on my spotify so i could hear you talking oh my gosh it was you're like what's an earlier on? one that's okay so, sometimes things like this just happen yeah. we can edit it out where i'll just have him listen okay. for the first like 15 minutes and edit those things out but yeah sorry if it does it again right. we'll we have a new i'm using a new laptop today so maybe the connection's not super good or something look at the cord but yeah yeah okay it's okay all right. Um, okay. So we were talking. Oh yeah. So I just, it seems like the theme would be moving energy through, right? So breath work is energy mm. or meditation is energy or sometimes like calming the energy or action is energy. Mm -hmm. So it's all about balancing and ebbing and flowing of energy, right? So right. I think just recognizing that being conscious to it. Um, those are That's some right. really great tips. So, um, we kind of chatted before we started recording. I think it'd be really mm. cool to touch on masculine energy. You said you've been working around that area lately. Mm -hmm. Could you fill us in on yeah. kind of what that is and how you incorporate that yeah. in your work? No problem. Yeah, I've been working with men's teams and organizations for you know about 14 years now. And I remember seeing a couple men in my life that that were really successful and they had something that I wasn't sure. I was like, there's something there. Like, what is that? That there, there's something different about them. And so inquiring about them, about that, I asked, you know, what is it, what is it you do? And eventually it came up and that they, they're on a men's team. And I was like, well, what is that? And I, why don't you come along and, and come check it out? And so I went to this, this men's circle one Tuesday night and so we just kind of sat in a park and, um, you know, I was listening to all these men and they were sitting around talking about problems that they had, or I perceived them to be problems. Right. And what I soon realized after coming back week after week is it wasn't that they were having problems. It was that they were able, they were, they were enabling themselves to share what was going on in them in their lives. They were, they were talking about the stuff they were feeling, right. Not in a way of, of being victimized by it, by saying, this is what is happening in my life and I need to let this out and share this. And I realized after a couple months, I go, wow, I've never felt so safe because 
I'm not only being able to share what I'm going through, but I'm getting truth given back to me in a very authentic way. And so that started my path onto this, 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 uh, men's work, right. And what modern masculinity is and, and still is for me. Right. And I think we get really confused by what we see in leadership in the world right? Because we, we, these, these, these men that are, you know, and some women in masculine positions, they're very stoic and they, you know, top down and this is the way it should be and so on and going on and on. And I think people are getting really confused, right? They're being told what to do as opposed to really understanding what leadership I believe is, right? And that's coming from a place of, of sharing your story, of owning your story, right? Men, I think are very confused the way they've been brought up by their fathers or mothers or whatever the case may be. It's not about sharing or pushing things down. It's about not sharing and pushing things down and just manning up, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you know, and I did that when I was a kid, you know, I, I was, I grew up in a rough town and was bullied. And I was like, well, I want to build up my body and become a man's man. And, and, you know, work in the business and, you know, climb the ladder and become a really great athlete. And, and what I realized was I wasn't living my authentic truth, right? I was, I was masking things. I was, I was hammering through life, you know, bowl in a China shop, so to speak. And when I realized that I can actually talk about these things, I can give myself permission to feel I can, I can lead from a place of, of heart, not from a place of head. And when, when I, when I realized that, then I started really becoming truly happy, fulfilled, right. And not trying to pretend to be this, this idea of what masculinity is, right. you know, and it's taken a lot of work and a lot of, a lot of kind of looking at myself and uh, understanding that the things that I went through in life happened for me. Mm-hmm. And I get to kind of say, Oh, these are where my gifts come from. These things were hard that, that I went through, but look what I become, look what I became because of this, look at these things that I am now because of those things. And I think that's the difference is, is most people when we can, when I work with my clients now, or, you know, the men, it's, it's about owning your story again, like I said earlier, not being victimized by it, not rereading your chapters over and over again. It's starting to write a new chapter and say, where do I want to work towards? Mm -hmm. And I think if we can teach men to kind of pull out those arrows and say, you know, this is, this life is hard and I get to go through it, but you don't have to do it alone. Um, I think we're going to have a whole different world um, in the future but we get to start with one man at a time or, or woman, you know, again, masculine, feminine, mm-hmm. it can exist in many different ways, right. but it's really understanding what that is and, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and owning it. Yeah. So, well, the crows mm-hmm. agree with you. No, is that too much? <laughs> no, it's it funny. Too much? No, it's all good. I, it's so funny. I listen to other podcasts and there'll be like random things, but it's like, you just, this is, this is the fun of it, right? It's like organic stuff just right. happens, but they're, they're echoing their, their energy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> they're smart creatures I'll I lo- tell you they are so. um but um I've li- I listened to I don't know if you're familiar with Luke's story I always talk about him I yeah. love his uh, podcast mm-hmm. he's talked a lot about in some of his older episodes at least I've listened to um a lot about masculine and feminine energy and I find it fascinating I think there's a shift going on right now um right. 
because we're more aware of that. I think a lot of, some people don't really understand when we talk about that, especially there's so much, I think people get it confused with like this whole gender mm. thing and they're like, why are you throwing mm-hmm. away, throwing around those terms? But essentially, you know, all of us have masculine and feminine energy in us. It's not necessarily yes. what you're thinking. Now, you know, there are feminine energy of like nurturing and loving. Now, again, you as a man can have that. I as a woman can have that or like right. kind of the head honcho, leader, working, breadwinner, that is yeah. a masculine, but again, women can also hold that um, energy. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fascinating because I think there needs to be a shift right now. Obviously, we know the corporate yes. world and the politics, there's been a lot of masculine energy dominating that and it hasn't really worked well and it's coming out right now. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting, uh, just timing wise, really paying attention yeah. to the masculine and feminine energy and how can we heal? How can we balance um, mm-hmm. And also I think in relationships, right? Because sometimes yeah. when things are off balance, if I'm not being like as loving, right, I might be more in my masculine and that may not be like really great for my husband. Um, do you, do you kind of work with that kind of stuff too or? Yeah. Okay. You know, David Data has a, a great book out, Wave the Superior Man. It's not just for men, mm-hmm. women can read it too, but he talks exactly what you were just saying is, is understanding the the masculine qualities that we have to take and understanding the feminine qualities, not, not a man or a woman necessarily, right. but, but allowing sometimes those, those feminine qualities. For example, when I'm in more of my creative side, mm-hmm. that's more of my feminine, right? right? And that's okay. That's, that's what I, I need in order to create, say a new workshop or whatever the case may be. But when I'm in that masculine version, I'm like, getting things done. I might be more in kind of my left brain, so to speak, mm-hmm. left brain lists. They talk about that in the whole brain child. Right. Mm-hmm. And so being able to switch from the two now dealing with your partner, what doesn't matter what type of relationship it's, mm-hmm. it's understanding that having those two, that feminine, that masculine and having the polarity, the attraction that comes together. And that's what I think a lot of people get um, confused is I want a partner that likes everything I like and does everything I do. And we're, you know, best friends and this is great, but, but they might be losing that, that, that attraction, so to speak. But part of the work, I think as, as, as men and women is really understanding that it's okay to step into both, right? right? It's okay to be a man and, and, and integrate feminine into your life. And right. the same thing with women is integrate the, the masculine, right. you know, or whatever the case may be. But that's, that's the, the understanding of where you need to step, right? Yeah. It's not, again, it's not the man or the woman. It's, it's the energies of the masculine feminine. Mm-hmm. So totally. And I think it's so cool that we can hold both. I mean, you know, like I like that I can be an independent, I can work, I can support mm-hmm. myself. I can do things that's masculine, but I can also be like, no, babe, like you do that for a little bit. Like you be more in the yeah. masculine. Let me kind of maybe do more about stuff at the home. I mean, again, it's all about balance. There doesn't have to be a good or a bad. I think the, our society right. likes to really focus on like Labeling. negative and positive around this area. But again, it's about balance. And I think it's so cool that we can hold both. Like you said, you can be in that creative right. space for a little bit. Then you might be in more like the like take charge space. So mm-hmm. I think that's one thing of just like recognizing in yourself, your partner, your business partner, mm-hmm. and being able to kind yeah. of like applaud one another, but also like bring that right. out, right? If they're missing the feminine, like, mm-hmm. you know, so. Well, you know, and, and being in the mask, and this is something we talk about a lot 
you know, in, in the work that we do and for my wife, if, if I can hold that space for her to fully let go and being, be in her feminine, mm-hmm. that's when the true magic happens. That's when she feels completely safe. Right. But it's a matter of me assuming and taking on that role and saying, yeah, I'm, I'm holding, it's not even saying it. It's just the energy that you give off a lot of the times where she can fully let go and be an expressive feminine version of herself. Right. Right. And, and I think that's where a lot of men sometimes or, or women, either way, we, there's some issues that might happen in some of these relationships is because they're not fully able to step into either one of those mm-hmm. roles. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the couples that I work with, sometimes the, the man doesn't know how to necessarily hold space for the woman to fully feel safe right. and let go. And it's really understanding maybe the love language right and and understanding your role in the relationship and that comes from that communication that talking it out and really asking questions Definitely. right not trying to fix or assume that they need to be a certain way but going what is it you need yeah let's talk about this yeah. and give them that space to really fully be themselves either way I really like this topic. I feel like I could keep talking about it forever, but I, I think, you know, like you said, like you felt like you'd like go work out and like be like manly and all these things. And it's like, again, that's, if you want to do that, cool. But if you're doing it for the wrong reasons or you think you're supposed to be doing it, I just think there's a lot of family of origin stuff. I think if you look at like your parents and what kind of roles did they, you know, luckily I think there's a lot of people that are very balanced and can hold both. But, you know, I think there are a lot of people that I know where they're like, my dad was like, no emotion, always on masculine. And I think that's really important to look back at like your family of origin, look around the people that you're around at work and your family and your relationship. I just think this could be super helpful if we all took a a peek at that and kind of got familiar. What am I stepping into more? Right. Am I vulnerable enough? Am I being emotional? If I'm not like, Hey, I need to welcome some of that Mm -hmm. feminine energy in. I just think that could really help a lot of us be better balanced. Yeah. And it, you know, and, and here's the thing, it's not this sensitive new age way of being for men. It's, it's, it's different than that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to feel my emotions. I'm going to express my emotions. Mm-hmm. seems to be the topic today. Right. Yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. is really understanding that, um, you know, my parents too, right. They did the best job with the tools that they had. You know, my dad wasn't like uber masculine, but he buried his emotions. Right right? He, he, he kept them in and did, showed up at all my stuff, but he wasn't like this, this, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure you become a man type of type of person. He was an, yeah. he's an awesome, big hearted man, but I can remember as a kid looking around me and seeing the uber masculine and going, I want, I need that. I want more of that. And I want, I'm going to become that, you know, and that's not, what I chose, right. I chose something different, mm-hmm. right? He, I can now thank him for the lessons that he gave me directly and indirectly, yes. right. And love him for all of his greatness and flaws. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think when we can look at our parents and truly go, you did that and you showed up how you showed up and I am here. You triggered me, you taught me, you did what you can. And now I am this version of myself. Thank you, mom and dad. Thank you for mm. everything that you've, get, you've done. Yeah. Right. And when we can truly reach that space in our lives, that place, 
oh my God, there's such freedom within that. But it takes so much to get there and understanding and having compassion Mm -hmm. for them, Mm -hmm. right? Not just like you did this to me, that's victim. (laughs) Right. You did this for me is ownership. And you did it in the best way you could at that time. I think that's a really nice way to give people grace in life. Yeah. 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 Like uh, understanding, like my dad, this is how I, I'll just give a quick story, right? When I realized that, you know, he lost his mom at a very young age when he was a teenager after taking care of her for two years, only child. I mean, how scary is it? And then the, and his father, who's, you know, just gave him money and really didn't do that. The role of a father, you know, and so he was scared. Then, you know, we lost the sister when, you know, when I was 12, right. My younger sister and for him to hold all of that, I was like, wow. And not have anybody to, to, to give that to, to share that with, like, then I can meet him with compassion. Then I can say, you know what? Yeah. You did do the best job that you could. Yeah. So I'm sorry for your losses, but no, thank you. But your dad, I mean that, you know, thank you. And the compassion that's so real Mm -hmm. and amazing. Right. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, well, one last thing I just think too, like, this is just, again, my opinion, but I think when I'm thinking back, like, yeah, I do want, this is me again. I'm not saying this is how people should think, Mm -hmm. but I, I am attracted to men. Right. And so I like having those masculine qualities in, in my partner kind of leading me. Sometimes I like him opening the door for me, not all the time, just things like that. Or he, you know, whatever the example may be kind of leading our household in certain areas. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm not independent, but I think what's really cool. And again, we've kind of been conditioned. It's getting more and more, um, open emotionally. I think a lot of people, it's not so conditioned anymore, but, um, what a strong man to be able to show some emotion, you know, and I think maybe in older generations, our parents age and and even beyond, um, you know, men don't really cry. Men don't show that Mm -hmm. side. I think, whoa, if a man can show that that's really strong because it's vulnerable. That's not weak. You know what I mean? So I think shifting your perspective. Now I don't want him stopping and crying every second. Like I need you to kind of like keep it together, but to share your true vulnerable Mm -hmm. self, I think that is true strength, not weakness. And so again, you can hold these different energies and different times and it's just about Mm -hmm. perspective, right? So that's right. Yeah. Compassion and vulnerability and I don't know. I think that it's just so much beauty and healing in that. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And and that's the whole thing. You know, I mean, uh, when I realize that for myself and when you can actually show or demonstrate that this is okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But, but again, it's how it's being held. Mm-hmm. Right. Big difference because all of a sudden, and this is what I've seen in some couples is the man will have this midlife crisis and uh, and you finally go, okay, I'm going through all of this. I'm finally realizing that this is happening and they're relying completely on their spouse to kind of pull them through this. Then we get into a little bit of trouble because what I've seen in the past is the spouse is like, oh no, this is too much. You know, this is way too, there's a big difference between again, go having an emotional, you know, share, mm-hmm. right. And going through a crisis of a midlife crisis where it just becomes, I have to rely on you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a, there's a slippery slope there. So again, asking for help is a very, very courageous thing to do. 
right? Which we've been taught, you know, I've been taught, no, you can do it on your own and man up and so on and so forth. But asking for help outside of the relationship yes. is such a, a huge thing, you know, and there is, there's, there's coaches, there's therapists, there's groups, there's men's team, there, whatever the and same thing with women, but you're so right. Like let's, let's be in that space of vulnerability. Let's be our authentic selves. Let's take those layers off and those masks off that no longer serve us so that we can live a successful, happy, fulfilled life. Not just, not just let's put money in the bank. So we think we're going to be happy. Let's truly go through it in this, in this beautiful way together. Yeah. And I think, like you said earlier, um, acknowledging the feeling or the problem or whatever it is that you're dealing with, acknowledging it, but then also feeling it. Mm. And then I think naturally, not like it's the goal is just to always like feel it and make it go away. But I think you'll right. see in your life when you do acknowledge it and feel it, it does mm -hmm. tend to kind of, not always, it can come back, of course, depending on what it is, if there's a lot of pain involved or whatever, but you'll notice things move through faster much, and uh, much. again, it's just natural. I'm not forcing it to move through, but I, I know like I'm a crier. I'll just cry. And then I feel so much better versus there are things that I'll suppress, not bad things, but just if I'm like busy and just like not feeling things, I'm like, I just gotta like, do stuff. I notice later, it's like, I've been like holding that in and I'm like, Oh, yes. like, I need to like let that out. You forget sometimes yeah. you get so busy. So it could even just be daily stuff. It doesn't have to be something yeah. major. Right. So I think this is a perfect segue so that would be something I need to work on. I'm, I'm like a Virgo. I like to get things done. Like I'm you know, go, go, go. But sometimes I really just have to give myself permission to just sit down, relax, not do anything, rest, right? And so that's something I want to do more, incorporating breath work, incorporating meditation mm -hmm. in. I know those are things that you teach um, people and right. you probably do yourself. Um how do we do this? I mean, you could literally be at a stoplight and take a couple breaths, right? That could help add value to your day. Yes. But what other like types of tips can you give just on a daily basis? It's bringing presence, you know, like you just taking five breaths, mm -hmm. right? And bringing presence. Meditation is essentially bringing, is connecting to your senses, that's, that's all it is. People get into this space of, I can't meditate. I have so many thoughts in the course of a day and da, da, da. yeah, you have 70,000 thoughts a day. You're going to have a thought in meditation, yeah. right? Or in breath work or in anything else. So in the fact that you can just acknowledge that again, this is the acceptance. There you are, right? I see you that's, and then let's get into the senses. Let's feel the heart rate. Let's listen for the breath. Let's feel sensations. There's an energy that moves through you, right? That you can, if you really slow down and connect to what that's going to do is lower your cortisol levels, your stress hormone, right. And bring you more present, mm -hmm. taking that time to, to just, just be with you and just accept what's around you. Like listening to the crows outside that we were just listening to. Yeah. I can hear the breeze outside the window. You know, those are the things that it's like, well, I don't have time for that. Yeah, you, you do. And you can, kinda... right. And what this does is it literally will bring us from the left brain, right? Judge, saboteur, hypervigilant victim. Da, 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 da. And when you can take a moment, two minutes to stare at the flowers behind you, right? Um, take five deep breaths, uh, rub your fingers together right? Where you can feel the ridges of your hands, you know, um, do something where you're in the moment. What you're going to see is that gray matter. If we literally had an MRI machine over your head, 
would go from that left brain of judge to the right side of the brain where we're going to bring you into more of that, that sage like quality, that creative version of yourself, the, the innovator, right. The, the getting into action steps coming from a calmer, more sage like place, like I just said, and those are the things, these are the tools you can use to get yourself into that space. And it takes practice. We're burning new neural pathways in our brains, right? So create, we talk about action earlier, but creating new habits, right? Takes time, right? Like you can't expect to go to the gym once a month and get fit, right? You can't expect to do this one time a week or a month and expect to change your whole perspective and burn, burn a new neural pathway, a new habit. So it's, it's being conscious enough to say, I'm going to spend 10, 15, 20 minutes a day throughout the course of my day to bring myself back into me, to bring myself back into my breath, to learn how to meditate, right? To, to acknowledge where, what is happening, that monkey mind. And when we can do this, I think those small steps are going to make, make a huge difference in your life, like huge difference, but it takes time and it takes your commitment to yourself first and foremost. That's it. That's cool. And also just like how cool to notice stuff going on around us because we get just so busy. I know. Notice the crows. I I just had a hummingbird flap. I couldn't help it. I had to look for a second on my feeder. Just in the moment, there's so much going on that's so Mm. beautiful, right? And bringing us back to just being and appreciating this thing that we're doing because we get so fast paced, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel, and, yeah. And, you know, and, and this is, this is why I also love teaching breath work, like the holotropic deep breathing breath work is because that is one of the fastest ways I've seen besides plant medicine <laughs> to bring you into, to peel off the layers, mm-hmm. to really bring you into yourself, to let those emotions come out. You know, there isn't a time where I haven't taught a breath work class where somebody doesn't have a, a, a good cry. You know, I yeah. used to be a very, like, I would cry when I saw somebody cry. And now I see somebody cry in class and it's like, oh, that's so beautiful. Cause yeah. like what you just said earlier was when you're, when you give yourself permission to let those emotions mm-hmm. out, you feel so much better. You feel so much lighter. Right. Yeah. This is about unsticking the stuck energy. Mm-hmm. They say the issues are in the tissues. Yeah. Right. So we can get that and move our bodies and breathe deeply then we're going to have some transformation start to happen for sure. That's cool. And that's so funny because I recorded two podcasts uh, in the last couple of weeks and they both said something similar. I had a gal that does, I think it's EMF, right? Or not not, Uh tapping. Tapping. She has Mm -hmm. theories that like we hold a lot of our um, soul and different, you know, stuff in our tissue, connective tissue. And so she was talking about that. So that's cool that you said that. I love the synchronicities. And then I had another gal that I was speaking to and we actually, I did my own private uh, session with her, like a chakra clearing and same thing, breathing. And then I was doing some like, you know, um, repetitive motions on my collarbone and releasing some stuff. And I just... It was talking about like, I love myself. Like I'm unconditionally loved. And I just started bawling out of nowhere. And I didn't even know I had that repressed in me. Right. So that's, what's so cool. Like you said, someone just starts breathing and crying. We don't even, we're not even aware sometimes of what we're holding and be able to move that through. Right. Whatever you want to do, chakra, whatever Mm -hmm. you believe in, we hold so much and it's just so cool to see others or yourself like moving that through and, I love that kind of stuff. So I think that's cool you said that because, yeah. 
have you done a holotropic like oh, I don't, deep, like the like that for 30 uh, minutes like not that for the 30 minutes breathing? i mean i've done like lion's breath and yoga where it's really that mm-hmm. and i'll do that sometimes if i'm like mad in traffic even if i just do three of them yeah i feel like suddenly right. i'm like i'm okay right but i've never done it for right. like 30 right. minutes um so I have free ones on my website. People okay. can just go to and get, okay. I want to, I'll gift you a, a, a one-on-one if you like oh, to, you. to go through one of those. I okay. would be happy to. Um, I think, again, this is one of the most powerful um, exercises we can do. Can you explain because, what that is? Cause I've actually never heard of that so, term. Oh, I'll tell you when I first took, when I first took, I was teaching at a meditation studio in Santa Monica and I, they happen to offer breath work and I took it for the first time and I got off the floor and I said, Oh my God, I have to teach this. Mm. Like, it was just like, I felt a connection to everything around me, to the people in the room, to myself. I felt a thousand pounds lighter. I was able to go through the resistance that came up at first and get to the layers and to the soul that existed within me. I just felt a deep love for myself and for everything around. Mm. Right. And I was like, how did this happen just from being on the floor and breathing for 30 minutes, 40 minutes? Um, the rest, the Shavasana you have at the end is, is unlike anything else. Cause you're just into the buzz you have going through you is just, it's remarkable. So mm. as soon as I did that, I go, I have to teach this and I have to share this with the world. And so I embarked on my, um, training with my teacher, David Elliott. It took about a year of different weekends or so. And then I started teaching about seven or eight years ago. So I incorporate that into my coaching practice as, as part of it. And I'll go and do retreats and they'll, they have me come in and, you know, then we get to talk about what happened. So for some people, it can be a very physical experience. So I had one person come in, um, who I work for, she started a whole company, uh, online company because of this Comnest. And she came in and had this huge cry. She can tell the story so much better, but she had this back pain and everything and this real connection, this, this thing with her dad and so on. And Mm -hmm. it just, the pain was gone after like literally the pain in her back that she's been holding for weeks was gone. And I've had that happen countless times. I've had people show up and have these extremely, um, um, you know, metaphysical experiences, you know, with the other side, with past loved ones that, that had passed or certain messages they get as far as downloads. Um, you know, what it does is it, it, it brings oxygen, CO2 into the body. It can release DMT for some people to really have this, this, which some say psychedelic experience, but some people don't get that. Some people get just, like I said, a very physical, um, emotional experience. Some people get up and say, I feel lighter and I have no idea what just happened, but I feel great. Mm. So there's so many benefits to it. Um, what is it called it's, again? It's breath work, but well, the just breath work called it something with an H Ho- Oh, holotropic. It's like holotropic breathing. Holotropic. Yeah. Okay. So what does that mean? Oh. Is it a deep breathing or it's a deep breathing. The, the rhythm goes like two breaths in one breath out. Okay. And you're doing that consistently in that type of energy. You know, okay. I, I might have them hold their breath or, Could you know, I, switch up the okay. rhythm a little bit, Got you it. know, throughout, but you know, it's all guided. Yeah. And I find it's, it's really difficult to do it by yourself mm-hmm. to have someone guiding you is really, um, really cool. So okay. oh, I've never heard of that specific one, but I know there's all types of different. That's really neat. So many different kinds. Yeah. Uh, breath is so important. 
I know. I know. <laughs> well, it keeps us alive. But I mean, if you're not breathing well, you can feel it. It's just yes. release. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many different things. I've had people do this with this and then we have ice. We do ice baths mm. and, you know, just all sorts of different little There's things so to, many. to shake up the, the, the stagnant, mm -hmm. the way of being right. Yeah. You know, with the, the first question you asked me is how do you, you know, how do you get out of that stuckness? It's doing something. You always do what you always done. You're always going to get what you always got. Yep. Right. So Change let's try some new things that yep. we're unfamiliar with that sound intriguing mm -hmm. and make the steps to incorporate those. And it's not for, you know, I give my clients, you know, 20, 30 different tools and they might only use three or four of right. them, but at least, at least they try them once or twice yeah. to kind of say, is this for me? Totally. Is and I was going to say that too, just like listening to so many different podcasts and different spiritual resources. And there's so many mm -hmm. different ways to do these things, but if it doesn't resonate with you, cool, try something else. And you know what I mean? We all have different things, right? right. So, I mean, meditation, mm -hmm. crystals, breath work, ice baths, whatever it is, right? But there are so yeah. many tools and resources and cool people like you to help mm -hmm. help one of, you know, each other. And that's why I love this podcast. It's so cool. I always learn it's something so new and I feel so inspired because it's so easy to get down. There's so much bad stuff going on, but gosh, there's so much uh, good stuff going on. Look at the work right. that you're doing and look at all the cool people that I get to feature on my show and all the other podcasts out there. Like there's some mm -hmm. really amazing, cool people. Mm. I just, even you hear like, you know, like talking about your dad and just like having the compassion for him, like me listening to your love for him. Like that's so touching to me. Like I just, there's so much mm. good stuff going on. It doesn't get highlighted in the mainstream spotlight. That's why, you know, we have to do shows like this mm. and work that you do because it's here, it's available, it's happening. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we got to lean on one another and just help one another. Right. Yeah. It's so true. It's, it, it's, there is, it's especially what we've seen these past couple of years, you know, all the fear and the news yeah. and, you know, we stopped watching the news a long time ago, you know, of course we'll just read up on what's happening sure. to keep up with the world. But if we're allowing all this toxicity into our lives and the fear and how it's printed and, you know, we're looking at that and going, Oh, we're doomed. And yeah, of course you're going to have a, a toxic environment that you live in. Totally. But if we can take the time to focus on what's so good, find the inspirational stories, listen to your podcast and, and so many's out there that they talk about what to do to, to be happy, right? To, to not just live in this fear. And again, we, the fear is something that's real. I get it, but don't let it drive your car. Yeah. Don't let it be the one to make the decision for you. It can be there, but it's in the back seat. Totally. Right. It's not even in shotgun. You can't even let it ride shotgun. It's going to be way, maybe in the trunk. Yeah. But knowing that it's there and saying, okay, I see why you're making this decision. You're basing this off of fear because you had something happen to you, you know, when you were young and I get that. And I, I'm going to, when you're ready to shift that, I'll be here for yep. you and I'm still going to love you. Right. And, and, and still care for you. And so many of us people in our lives are that, but it's, it's filling our souls with the goodness on a regular basis. And what are you doing to make that happen? What are the things you're putting into your system to make that, to make your vibration rise a little bit higher and higher every single day? Nicely said. I love it. Wow. Hmm. Well, thank you. I feel like this might be a perfect time to kind of 
wrap up, but like, gosh, I'd love to maybe do a, a second one with you. Um, felt mm. Good energy. And I think there's just so much to cover, but um, on that note, leaning on other people, trying new things, mm. where can people find you if they're interested in, in working with you or checking out your, you know, all your good stuff that's going on? Great. No, thank you. Um, my website has everything, chrisplord.com. Um, like I said, you can get a free breathwork session. It's half hour recorded. Um, Instagram's the other place, coach at coach Chris Plord. So those are the two. Okay. I can do discovery calls to see if coaching's ever fit for you. I have groups, different courses coming out. So there's a ton of different things happening this year. Retreats nice. that are going on that I'll be guesting at workshops online live so all sorts of fun little tools to to jump into yeah and And like i said i'd be more than happy to to gift you a a breathwork session so yeah i will take you up on tissues yeah i'm gonna take you up (laughs) on it and i'm gonna share my experience with others because i just so Mm. many cool resources out there and some people don't even know it exists, right? So we got to share right. it and um, we'll definitely put your information in the description of the show notes so everyone can find you. Right. So thank you awesome. for being on the show. Thanks so much for <laughs> having me on. Yeah, it was Love, great to meet you. Yeah, it was great to meet you. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, take care. And you can find me on Instagram at Real Lauren Live and my website, Lauren.live. Take mm-hmm. care.